Welcome to another episode of Dad's Rules with Kevin Belzer. And today we are joined for another part of Michael, Mr. Sunshine Jansen, because you know we can never get enough of Mr. Sunshine. Can't get enough sunshine, right? That's right. You do need vitamin D. <laughs> I bring the D. Um. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the vitamin D. T- TMI. <laughs> so uh, we ended the part one as I open up a Bang Energy drink because I'm ready for the next I round. I almost stole that out of the refrigerator. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that to somebody. Oh, I pack, <laughs> I pack multiples of these. Oh. Oh, that's not the one that was in the fridge. Okay. Yep. Yep. They got a lot of flavors. This is probably one of my favorites, black uh, are cherry you, vanilla. Are you sponsored by them? Or should, should you be going like this? Bang energy drinks. You know, the dirty little <laughs> secret is, since you brought it up, the dirty little secret is, is that I'm working on being sponsored by them. So I'm being aggressive, trying to get attention. <laughs> I know what you, I know that. Dude, yeah. That's good. So that's I'm, smart. I'm definitely trying to do that. I figured that uh, they're not coming to me. I'll come to them. Hey, if anybody deserves a, a Bang Energy drink uh, sponsorship, I think it's you. You would think so. I've advertised it for free for I don't know how many episodes now. Right? And it's it's called Bang. 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 Yeah, it reminds me of <laughs> that song by Danger Danger, Bang Bang. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's a, that's a pretty pretty uh good reference i mean that's that's one that not most people are very familiar with that song no there is an old episode where melissa and i were singing the song in the podcast really Uh, yeah because she knows that sound yeah okay wow (laughs) i gave you my love but you shot me down yep wow i you know if if this gets picked up uh by bmi they will get a a 12 cent royalty for this reference so um (laughs) I can't remember his name now, the lead singer. I used to know him. Um, but uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Try not to spend it all in one place. You mean the lead singer of Danger <clears throat> Danger? Yeah. That's Ted Poley. I know him. There you go. He's a nice guy. Yep. He, does, <laughs> he actually does a lot of fundraising. We talked about how we ended the last episode, how you were talking about how you helped a former employee yeah, this of, guy. of yours. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Ted Poley, one <clears throat> of the things he does is out of merch sale, is it gives a certain percentage of that towards an animal foundation. Oh, nice. Yep. So he's been doing that for years. I know he's going to be retiring here from touring pretty soon. He had a hard date that he was going to retire by, but I know that COVID threw a wrinkle in a lot of artists. Uh, that way. and, you know, they get away from the stage for a while. It's, it, it's hard. It's very hard to step it, away. It's a drug. It is. You know what? I mean, every time I'm invited on somebody's stage to talk, and it doesn't matter if it's 30 seconds or five minutes or whatever, 30 minutes. It is an adrenaline rush, a dopamine hit that you can't get from any drug out there. I've, I've, at least that's my theory because I don't do drugs. No, but but you're right. I'm I'm assuming that it's better. You're absolutely right. I was just speaking with Nick about this yesterday. Um, you know, Adam, uh, one of my generals is I refer, I refer Mm -hmm. to them as one of Adam, um, said, look, man, you know, going forward, your job needs to be where you're, in front of a camera, yep. behind a microphone, yep. on a stage, or in a power meeting, or a meeting with a power partner, mm-hmm. to to be able to exchange. I one thousand percent agree with him that you should be doing your own podcast show. You should be guessing on any podcast you can, because you get my audience. You get. Uh, I remember you being on Sexy Business Status podcast. You're on a couple of those. 
which by the way, banger content Thanks. on those. A lot of knowledge and just a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, J- Jason's, Jason's fun and he's, he's so animated and it's, it's hard not to be drawn into that and get caught up and, and, and oh, you do. emulate. Yeah. You want to go fight after his podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going to throw but down. That's, that's one of the things I love about him though is no, he, he pulls no punches. Yeah. He calls it like he sees it. And that's, again, one of the things that spoke to me because I'm, I'm probably, not probably, I am the most outspoken person in the entire solar industry in this, in this country. Um, there is, yep. I don't think there's anyone that even comes close to being as just direct and blunt about things as I am. Yeah. And uh, so seeing that, I've been to other events and seminars in the past, and it's like, okay, you know, I always see things as kind of contrived, scripted, and pl- played out. And these guys come up, and they're just they're speaking the truth, and you could tell mm-hmm. it was real. So, um, yeah, just you know, following following along with that. Uh, again, it's you know, I found my people. So, yeah. yeah, and you talked about how it's changed you as a person. It has as it, well. So you you were telling a story. It reminded me of a story of of my own back in the day, where my aunt had loaned me money. I was at basic training, and I still had bills at home. What basic training for? Army National Guard. Oh. You go to Army basic training. Thank you for your service. Yeah, yeah. I, Thanks. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> no, get to I, do anything. I didn't get to like go anywhere. You, you signed on the dotted line. I know. Man. It's just it, that's to me. That's a big deal, and it's a bigger deal probably to me than it is to you. But you know, it's uh, that's that's a big deal. Yeah, there was some fun fun <laughs> aspects of it. Um, there were some things that I wish if I'd if I'd stayed in longer and known what my unit was going to turn into, I would have stayed in. They went from. Straight leg infantry, which is eleven Bravo, they went from that to realizing when, uh, let's see, the first Gulf War kicked off. Desert Shield then turned into Desert Storm. When that kicked off, they realized very quickly that we were not the right kind of unit to send to a desert. We were designed for fighting in forest in Europe. Oh, okay. So we were two days from getting de- deployed, and if you remember the first war, it was one in like a couple days. Yeah, just shock and awe. It was, yeah, it was months and months and months of shock and awe. And then as they were driving across the Kuwaiti border into Iraq, they were just waving white flags. The opposition was waving white (laughs) flags. They just gave up. I remember that. Okay, so we were supposed to go. We were two days from being deployed, yet the war was already won. So they canceled our deployment. And out of that, they also realized that, wait a second, these guys are 11 Bravo. They're not designed for desert. So we need to change their MOS. So what they did, nothing in the military moves fast. By the time I was out, they finally decided to change us to air assault. So you repelled out of helicopters. Oh, jeez. If I'd known this, <laughs> I would have stayed in because I, I love repelling. Like, they, we could go to training up in, uh, let's see, it was, it was a camp up in... Wisconsin, Fort McCoy. Yeah, Fort McCoy. We go up there, and one of the things you could repel off a building. I remember they could barely get me strapped. Repelling in. is is another term for falling with a rope in your hands. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> okay. So they would they would strap me in. They barely had me strapped in, and I would just jump over Shoot. the building and just climb down the building. It's a lot of fun. It's an yeah, adrenaline I, I rush. See that. But you, see that. you also know that when you're say under twenty five. You're not going to die. I didn't know right. if you knew this or not, yeah. but you're not going yeah. to die. 
At least that's what you've told yourself, is that there's no way you can die. Everybody else dies. I don't even think it's anything that you tell yourself. It's just you just don't even think about it at all. You just go. Looks like fun. Woo! Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. No, but anyway, it was a blast. The, the training <laughs> stuff was a blast. But <clears throat> all happened after me, so I never got to enjoy that. We never got deployed anywhere, so... I don't know. See, I was waiting to hear the Tropic Thunder story or something, you know. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's, it's just hilarious. And, uh, um, you know, uh, jungle and forest fighting. No, we, we, didn't, like that, we didn't have any of that. We had uh, training missions and stuff where we go up against other units. I, I died in every single training mission. Every single one. <laughs> so I told my wife, I go, you know, if I go, I feel like I'm just going to die. No, because no, I've no, never, no. You've, you've done that and got out of the way. I you, know. You've I, learned what not to do by getting killed over and over and over again. So when well, shit gets understand, real. That was the logic of my 19-year-old self. Yeah. As I got older, <laughs> I, I realized, oh, I understand now all the ways not to die. I was killed by friendly fire. I was killed by opposition. I, I had some epic deaths. I mean, some really <laughs> epic deaths. Like I, I had, I had one to where uh, I was running for the creek, and as I was diving into the air to jump into the water, uh, I was shot in the back. Uh, so that was kind of cool <laughs> on that one because I, I, I was right. Yeah, it was totally movie scene. I mean, I was out of ammo. They had ammo. <laughs> They were too far away for me to close the distance to do hand to hand in the in the training so, mission. So off I was shot. like, "Well, I'm just going to try to run away," because I just think that that's just a good idea. Sometimes is that your best answer is just to run away. I was, uh, they had gun, I had no gun, <laughs> so simple logic said go the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, yeah. So I, I had oh. some we had we had some fun ones and and, and whatnot, but. I know I'm digressing, because I want to get back. Oh, that's to, right. Yes, you were, we were talking about your aunt or borrowing. Uh, yes, borrowing money. So anyway, she loaned me uh, money because I'm at basic. You're not getting paid for a while. I still had a car payment and rent to make back home. So she loaned me the money. A few months later, when I get home, I meet up with her at some family event, and I go to hand her. It was four hundred dollars. Go to hand her the four hundred dollars. She's looking at me all weird, and I'm like what? And she's like, what's this? And I'm like, well, I'm paying you back. And she goes, nobody's ever paid me back before. <laughs> right? And I go, well, I borrowed it. Why wouldn't I pay it back? And she goes, look, never lose a friendship or a family member over money. That's right. It, the woman was a brilliant businesswoman, brilliant person in general. My aunt Ethel was just phenomenal. But it's funny, it took me a long term to understand that simple little lesson, and and now I totally get it. Because Isn't that I, funny? I, it sounds when you hear certain things or you learn. I wasn't ready to hear it. Yeah, you learn certain lessons. It's like it sounds great. Okay, it makes sense. But you truly don't take it in or get it until later. Sometimes. Yeah, because around that time I burned a friendship over money. Yeah. And we never made up, and I never reached out again. He never reached out again. Never made up on it before he passed away young. Mm. And it's one of those regrets that I carry is that really, I, I lost all these years of a friendship over, I can't even remember the amount, but obviously it was <clears> not <throat> significant. Sure. And now 
it's like I look at it and go, there was a few years ago, oh gosh, probably like eight, eight, nine years ago, where I loaned somebody money and I flat out forgot. They needed it and I had it. I loaned it to them. And I got a mystery check in the mail about a year and a half ago from them. And Grant, I loaned this money a long time ago. And obviously it was on his mind the whole time that he never had and never had and finally had it and he, re- he repaid me back. And he had a note in there, here's half of it, I'll give you the next half the next month. And I'm like, I went to his brother because I'm friends with his brother and I'm like, why did he send me this check? You, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't even know what this is for. He goes, don't you remember you loaned him money back then? And I'm like, oh, I never thought he'd pay me back. I just had it. Right. And then I told my wife, I remembered after that, I, I told her, at the time, I said, look, we have it. He needs it. We'll just give it to him. Don't ever expect to get it back. Because yeah. I remember what my aunt said. But at, at when it was just hilarious when I got the check, and I'm like, what the F is this for? <laughs> That's cool. Well, I got I to tell you another twist about that story. So loaning him that money, um, I, uh, you know, I, I, same thing. I said, look, you owe me nothing, man. Yep. It'll, it'll, it'll come back to me in its own way. And I posted this on Facebook. Yep, I uh, saw your post. Okay. So you'll notice there's, there's a certain person in there that, that had commented on it, and uh, I'm not going to mention their name. I didn't see the comments. So it was just a way to go, comment. Oh, okay. Four hours later, I got a call um, from this uh, prospect that I had basically forgotten about. Okay. And um, they said that they're ready to go. I'm like, cool. Awesome, man. Um, I I pretty much have written you guys off. It's just you know you you went out in a different direction and mm-hmm. and uh, said no no no. We just got you know distracted with stuff and everything and um, but uh, yeah no we're ready. You're our guy. So let's you know what do we got to do to get this started? Now this is a sixty six thousand dollar project. It's a pretty good sized project. Yeah, uh, six I'd over say so. over sixteen kilowatt system. And um, what size house would that be? Well. It, it really, it's. I just, know it can vary. Yeah, the size of the house doesn't really have any impact. Does on that have it. to do with the size? It, it has to do with the how many, how many kilowatt hours they're using. So I can have a, a uh-huh. little tiny house yep, totally with a understand. huge bill and a, a great big house with a small bill. So, yep. but um, this person, they signed up and um, got through everything, qualified, and boom, right? Well, that evening, I'm looking on line and I, I go through and I'm oh there's my post and I see there's comments and I look at it mm-hmm. she was one of the people that commented oh she saw that that I had done that yeah and it reminded her that you know they're looking in solar and stuff and remembered me mm-hmm. and called up and signed up so that that hundreds of dollars yep. that I gave them uh, or gave to him it came back to me hey character matters in the form of a a you know sixty-six thousand dollar mm-hmm. project. Yeah. That um, I gotta believe that that's what she didn't say a word yeah. about. I always saw your post or anything like that, right? Um, they don't always, and sometimes they won't until well after the fact. Because so I've I've had people that have followed me for a long time on social, and I'll be knee deep into the deal. I have one right now going like that to where the guy goes. Hey, I really like your TikTok videos. And I'm like, I had no clue, you know? 
Because yeah. I, I don't go in and see like who's following or, sure. or any of that. So I, yeah, I busy, too, kind of kind of busy. I yeah, I I legitimately I post and I walk away. So I had no clue. I mean, if I get notifications that people have commented, I'll comment back and stuff like that. But I didn't know he was a silent observer of what I'm doing in my life. You'd never know who's watching. Right. Yeah. And so it's it was just, you know, for me, again, reaffirming lessons that I've learned in, mm-hmm. in you know, the recent years of even what you just spoke about. You know, that's something that's been brought up number of, a number of times mm-hmm. in our our uh, coaching calls and stuff like that about, you know, putting content out there and, and you just never know who's watching and all of a sudden something happens. Yeah. And, um, and also, you know, just try to be a good human being, do something nice for somebody. If you can, um, if, you know, if it's financial, whatever, and if, if you can afford to do it, do it right. Um, it finds its way back to you, even just in the, 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 the feel good of doing it. And uh, that was enough for me. I didn't, it was, it wasn't like it was thousands of dollars that was going right. to put me in a bind. Um, and, uh, but to get what I consider rewarded for that, mm-hmm. just because just the whole circle of the way things work in the world or yeah. the universe um, just kind of blew me away. It, it's, it's funny. It's like you did that. You documented what happened and somebody else saw it. Somebody reached out to do business with you. We'll have this discussion to the end of time with people that, Look, if you just document your life, document what's going on, the good, the bad, the ugly, don't be a whiner. Right. But, but you know, document your life, share it with people. You're going to be, whatever industry you're in, people are going to, when they're seeing your content, going to go, oh, he's in solar, he's in solar, or me, I, he's a realtor, he's a realtor. Right. Or he has a podcast, I wonder if I can be on the podcast, or whatever. But if you're c- continually putting that content out, people are going to notice you, and they're going to want to do business with you. You also put a human face to yourself as well by posting a very naked moment, to be honest, to a very raw moment of what was going on in the world of, hey, here's somebody struggling, but I had the ability to help them out. And it's not braggadocious. I don't think it's braggadocious. Yeah, I, I really be- didn't want it to come across that way. And, that's, and, and know. I know you were, you were walking a line because I, you know, when I read it, I read the post a couple times. And when I read it, I was like, I was like, it's a tough one to talk out without sounding braggadocious right yeah i inside so i put it in there that you know i'm not trying to brag and this is you know this is because you see some of these posts that are like that right. that tell the story and it's at the very end then it says you know please like and share right it's somebody right. else's story that it's just being perpetuated over and over again to, to try and create a feel good for some reason and I didn't want it to be read that way either, so that's why I kind of commented in the beginning. This is not one of those, you well, know, type of videos. And or, well, why can't it be a reminder to people of of go of saying, "Look, I had the ability to help someone out. I did help them some someone out. Maybe you have the ability to help someone out, and you need to go help someone out." Why yeah. can't it come across? Because that's how I read it. And, and that, thank you, that because that that was the intent of the message. Yeah. And in fact, in the when I originally posted. I didn't mention that I'd given him money. Okay. And a few people had uh, messaged me saying, you know, I'm assuming you, you helped him or something. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, I'll, I guess no, I'll, I'll go. No, I, I went left back him and- <laughs> standing in the fries good parking luck, man. lot. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. And, and sometimes <laughs> it's not a lot. You know, it, it, it's like there are, there's a podcaster I listened to that had a GoFundMe when he got 
canned over a, a post he made during COVID. And he said he got thousands of people that donated, hundreds to thousands of people that donated to his GoFundMe. And he goes, the average person was $5, $10. It was like every little bit added up. He sure. goes, next thing you know, he goes, I had enough for a lawyer, you know, to, for, to, to fight sure. this wrongful firing and everything. It's like, no, you, you don't have to give a lot. Every little bit can help yep. someone. In, so. I just, you know, I, I think that if everybody, if we can just all start to remind each other, do something nice for somebody. And again, something just the simplest thing, holding a door open, stopping. Somebody's coming in, you know, I always appreciate it when somebody does that. They hold, mm -hmm. they're coming out and they, they hold, they reach back and hold the door, yeah. right? I love that. I and always say thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And it. And you may have made somebody's day by saying thank you. Just by acknowledging that they did. That, hey, yeah. thank you for being a human. Because it sucks when they don't. You know, it, or when it, somebody it, does it, you do it for somebody and they just walk in and they can't just utter a single syllable word out of their mouth. Thanks. Yeah. It does seem kind of weird, doesn't it? Where like, are they no eye contact, no nothing? Like, I just think I, I, I used to, I used to let it bug me a little bit. Yeah. Like I'd want to say something like you're welcome, but <laughs> I come to, I've come to realize I used to be that, that guy they're, too. <laughs> they're probably just distracted with a different look, thought. Look, none of us are perfect and we all have bad days. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's not like I still don't have those moments, but for the most part, I let a lot of things go anymore. The big thing for me used to be the people driving like crazy through traffic. And there was a podcast I heard where the guy said, you don't know what's going on in the other car. Maybe that person is rushing to get to the hospital. Maybe that person has somebody in the passenger seat that needs to get to the hospital. Right. You don't know what's going on in that. You, you, don't, you aren't inside their head. You don't know. Maybe they're just having a bad day. And honestly, 99% of the time, they're a great human being. So what gives you the right to go judge them and get all pissed off and ruin your day over what? Because well, a lot of things, they're never going to They're never gonna even know that you're in your car mad at them. Right. As no, much as you scream like when, at them. When somebody cut, cuts you off, right, Every you know, we like to blow the horn and give the finger or whatever. And then I realized, you know, because I've, I've mm -hmm. done it and I, I didn't mean to. They probably didn't mean to cut me off, right? And so right. just let it go. We didn't collide. Well, I, I give this example. My wife and her two sisters were all racing to the hospital because their dad was at the last moments of his life. Yeah. My wife made it. Her other two sisters who were driving like maniacs through traffic did not make it. So it's like, okay, well, that's a real-world example of a situation where they were the assholes on the road, right? but in assholes with a meaningful purpose sure. of what they were trying to get to. It's like, yeah, one of the three sisters made it there in time. The wow. other two didn't. And, and you go, well, maybe you need to give a little grace. Yeah. Maybe no, we absolutely. owe each other a little bit more kindness. That yep. was the whole reason I wrote my book in the first place is that, hey, how can you be a better person? How can you be a kick ass adult? You know, it, how do I get one of those, by the way? I will give you one before you walk out. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. Cool. Thank you. I'm revamping that one, but you'll get an original. Cool. Yeah, because the new the, the, too, the right? revamped one will come out later this I got, year. I got you. Got to you. Got to sign it for me. Everything too. I will give you my John Hancock <laughs> if you want. It. I'll actually sign it with my name and not John Hancock. Oh, there you as go. Well. That's, that that would be better. Yeah, that it be it better. probably would be. It's like if I signed it John Hancock, it'd be like, okay, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
Gosh, all I got is my little guide here. But uh, Oh, no, you have another book coming on the way. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to end part two. And in part three, we're getting serious. We're okay. going to dive all into solar. You're going to ask me some. You're going to. I am going to hit test. you hardcore, and it does not matter how many parts it takes to okay. us to get through it. But we're going to get into this because I think, no, I know this is going to help a lot of people out. Now I'll tell you, you know, with all the questions that are in here, I think I'll do pretty good because I wrote them. I would hope so. <laughs> I'd hope so. It's like when people bring up stuff in that book, I better know what's in there. Right. It's like, yeah, it's like if you spend the time writing all that, and, and I know... This is not I, a product of ChatGPT. This is not a product of ChatGPT. This is from the brain cells between my ears, so... Well, yeah. and I've tried this with real estate where you put something in there, and I have to correct it because it's like, that's a fair housing violation. That's a fair housing violation. Oh, <laughs> oh that's right, because you, you guys are held to some like crazy we standards are. for what you can say... Yeah put in print, yep. message somebody. Wow. It, it's um, crazy. So it's like, I see all these courses on chat GPT for uh, real estate. And I'll be like, eh, you still got to be cautious. It's like, yeah, if you want to see what it will barf out to you, that's great. Because it can write a heck of a listing description, but it can also have a lot of fair housing violations inside that thing. So you better be reading it before you're posting it. Wow. Yeah. Because see the solar industry, Totally, you guys are the wild west. Yeah, it's still, and uh, it's yeah. it's unfortunate, really, because it needs it now. We are at a point where it's not like, oh, it'd be a good idea, right? Everybody in the industry is like, no, 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 we don't need it. The hell, we don't. Yeah, we absolutely do. It's I had I had to write this this guide. You did because of it, mm -hmm. because there's just so much egregious nonsense that's getting spewed out that it's unregulated. You could say what whatever you want. You can make any promise you want. And well, um, you've definitely teased everybody for the next episode. And we're going to dive right into that. And you're, we're going to have you explain why you wrote it. And then we're going to dive into the cool. questions. Cool, cool. All right. Yep. All right. So if you like the show, please like, share, comment, review, leave feedback. It all helps the show grow. Also, hit the swag shop up, dadsruleswag.com. Get cool shirts like this one that says kick ass on it. Until next time, go out and be the kick ass adult. I know you all could be.